Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast. We're back at it. I don't know why we're talking like this. Because it's a new car. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay, step right, right, right up to the price is right. Um, how's <laughs> everybody doing? Oh, we're good. How are you doing? You know what? I'm great. So here's the thing. New man. Here's the, here's the thing. Since the last time we recorded, I've become a dad. Yeah, he has. I have a son. His name's Vince. And uh, he slept pretty good last night, so we're on good terms. So, <laughs> they're homies now. He was grounded the day before, but uh, we've since restricted his, uh, since lifted his restrictions. Yep. Um, so he's a free man again, but. Yeah, he's vibing. If he tries to wake up screaming in the middle of the night, he's grounded again, so we'll he's keep He's going back under arrest. Um, but yeah, so it's been fun, uh, but that's why we've been kind of off and on. Here, but we're gonna try fit in the schedule with the little man. Yeah, we're gonna try and get back on schedule here, and uh, it should be should be real good. So, um, anyways, we're gonna talk about we're gonna recap Wednesday's message, um, which if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, should be on um, here. It yeah, it's on uh, the podcast app. Should be um, under uh, who it, who's sure. Jesus who is part. Jesus? I can't remember what part it would be. I think it's six, maybe? Part six? I'm going to make sure right here. Uh, the last one that was put on here was from September 27th, So, the, which is part five. So, yeah, we still need part six on there. Um, so, hopefully that'll be up- uploaded here soon. Um, but, anywho, so we have uh, on, on that Wednesday, which was October f- 6th, uh, I preached about um, nice. the teachings of Jesus. So we're in this kind of new section. So we've done, as you know, two months ago we did Jesus, uh, uh, the deity of Jesus, uh, and then, which means him as God. And then uh, last uh, month we did the humanity of Jesus. And yep. then this month we're doing the ministry of Jesus. And uh, so we're going to be talking about over the next three weeks the the teachings uh, the miracles, and then the atonement of Jesus. And so uh, last Wednesday, we talked about the teachings of Jesus. So we're just going to recap it real quick, give you some resources, uh, scripture to read, uh, things like that, and yeah. then uh, we will um, get into our draft. But Let's do it. We just kind of want to prep every uh, every third week in this series. We've been doing small groups. So these podcast conversations right now, eventually we're going to get back to kind of topical stuff and maybe reading plans and things like that. But for right mm-hmm. now, we're kind of just prepping for these small group times and yeah. getting your minds uh, rolling on different uh, concepts. So, uh, so basically what we did on Wednesdays, we talked about um, what did Jesus teach? And so if you look and uh, read through the Gospels, you see that, uh, Jesus had certain times where he would preach sermons, um, yeah. uh, the famous Sermon on the Mount, um, which includes the the Beatitudes, which are also famous. Th- those are the scriptures that are 
uh, like blessed uh, are the poor, blessed are the uh, peacekeeper, or what is it? The meek. Meek, and then... Um, um, Yeah, I'm thinking of the one that I always quote, and then I just <laughs> forgot it. The Peacekeepers one. Is peacemakers. It peacemakers. Yeah. Let's start the Peacemakers. There we go. Yeah. Peacemakers. Um, I'll piece you up still, though. So uh, I'll, Yeah, I'll give you the one, too. I don't care. But anyway, so <laughs> we see, we uh, see that kind of stuff. We see Jesus, uh, Jesus talking to um, Pharisees in the temple, teaching certain things there. Yeah. Uh, Jesus at a young age, uh, listening and teaching in the temple, and then... We see Jesus telling parables to disciples and parables and uh, sermons and parables to just uh, Pharisees. Anybody and, who would listen. <laughs> so Yeah, so at the beginning of the um, Gospels, Jesus is preaching in very uh, kind of common terms and yeah. very easy to understand. And then as you see towards the end of the Gospels, Jesus is kind of preaching in this more kind of cryptic way where he's doing parables or, or uh, metaphors and yeah. different things like that. The purpose for that is uh um and just like you see in in all over the bible old testament prophets did it too yeah god's kind of purpose was to make it very easy for you to understand at first and then uh wants you to get the message uh, how you should um get it. it's kind of the format of us like on a sunday morning or uh, on a wednesday night we try and preach pretty straightforward and then as we get into small group times or more of a discipleship track we we kind of make it a little bit more harder to chew on so that uh, we and here's the purpose and this is why God does it too is because if you if you are interested in God if you love him if you're trying to be a follower of him you you will ask the right questions and you'll pursue uh, the knowledge and if you don't yep. it'll it'll drive you away uh, and uh, or you'll lose interest and so um, there's scripture in the Bible where God talks about lukewarm Christians. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't want um, lukewarm. He says, you know, you'd be hot or on fire or or cold. And he says, if it's, it's lukewarm, he spits it spits it out of his mouth. And so, so that's kind of what God's trying to do is is kind of unblur the lines because you see, there's a lot of blurred lines in society of people like, oh, are yeah. they Christian? Or are they not? Blah, blah blah. Jesus's goal is to actually. Blur, draw the line in the sand. Make yeah, it clear. to unblur the lines, to draw a clear line where it's like, uh, these are followers of me, and these are people who are not, and and anyone who's not is welcome to join the group of that's following Jesus. But we're just trying to make it very clear who is and isn't. But yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of the purpose of why Jesus teaches the way he does. Um, but we see that all over the Bible. It's like it's like Moses when he went and talked to Pharaoh. He was straightforward. Let my people go, and then, you know, multiple times. He said no. So then it comes in the way of plagues, where God yeah, saying, he said, "All right, go watch this by sending frogs and you know like hail and all this kind of stuff." So, um, yeah. So that's kind of a, a main, uh, I or a, something to keep in the back of your head as you something read on. through the Gospels. Yeah, where it's why why is Jesus super clear here and super vague here, and, and that's kind of the reason. So yeah, um, and you'll see that Jesus gets progressively more vague especially with the disciples because he's he even them tells them i can't remember what gospel it's in but he actually tells them um or he like after he tells the parable to the masses he goes back to the disciples and says because they were like okay what does that mean dog? yeah he explains it i'll tell the ones yeah. who are interested in asking yeah they, he just wants you to ask the question then he explains it but then there's also there's also times where jesus tells them straight up that like uh you're not ready you're not for, gonna get it yeah. yeah you're not ready to understand this so i'm just not gonna tell you so yeah it's interesting uh us following jesus and learning about who he is 
kind of in uh, how he teaches and and all that kind of stuff. It's it's I don't uh, it, yeah. it's good. So anyway, so in my message last week, I talked about kind of that idea of why Jesus taught and what he taught and everything. And so I picked three main themes that I saw in Jesus's teachings that I think are important for us. And so we'll just talk about those real quick for just a couple minutes, and then we'll move on to our draft and have some fun. Let's do it. Uh, but the first one was be ready for him. And so mm-hmm. um, and this is kind of a theme that can get taken really out of proportion. So we have to be careful. But um, and what I mean by that is it should be a urgency, but not a fear. So uh, when Jesus is wanting us to be ready for him, his his message oftentimes in the Bible uh, is that he will be. Uh, coming back, uh, that he's returning, and At that we point, we, yeah. we need to be ready for his return, which I think is great. We do need to be ready for his uh, return, and so how we do that is we follow him faithfully, and it's not just it's not in moments of great faith where like on a Sunday morning I've got great faith, and on Wednesday night I've got great faith, but yeah. you know during the throughout week, the week it's like, it gets kind of blurry. Yeah, so being ready for Jesus is being faithful throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and I think that's really really good. It's a main theme throughout. Um, the, the way that it gets dangerous, and I'll say this here and people might disagree with me, but I think the way that it gets dangerous is when we use the coming of Christ as a fear tactic to get people to serve him. Yeah. You better um, change it right now. He's coming, dude. Yeah. He's- so it's like right now there's like this bit, I mean, it, it's not even right now. It's been happening for 2000 years, but you have all these yeah. pastors right now that Jesus is coming tomorrow and this is why. And, and, uh, um, Jesus is coming soon. He's coming soon, which I don't necessarily disagree with Jesus coming soon. Cause Jesus said that, you know, 2000 yeah. years ago, but exactly. also soon to him is different than soon to us. Yeah. So here's the thing I want to, st- if I'm going to, if I can be pastor for a second and, and, and speak to, especially my echo peeps in that are listening, <laughs> is we all, we have to always be ready. And what that means is we just, we stay faithful and we stay uh, prepared for the coming of Christ. And because I, I don't want to miss out on that and I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to be, um, with the goats, uh, and not the sheep, if that makes sense. And so you always stay ready. You always stay faithful. You always stay in your word. You always stay uh, praying. And obviously we're not perfect. There's gonna be days that are better than others, but we try our mm-hmm. best to just, to just stay faithful in, in those things. Um, but I'm also not going to run around, um, living my life in complete fear, looking, watching the news all the time and then texting all my friends that the world is ending and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I just don't think that's healthy either. Um, when our focus switches from making disciples to uh, predicting Jesus' return, then we've done it wrong. Uh, yeah. So there's a there's a reason Jesus says that not even he knows the time, because he doesn't want us Only to predict the, father, yeah. the time that Jesus comes back. He wants us to live our lives faithfully, be ready. And then when he comes back... That's the whole point You're of him all good. saying the whole point of him saying be ready is because we don't know the time. If we knew the time, like if I knew Jesus was coming back in three months and two days, yeah, mess could, around, be crazy mess around for, for three, three months, months and one day. day. And then <laughs> on that last day, you're just like, Hey, you know what? Actually, I give my life to you. And that's not the point. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. So yeah. I'm ranting a little bit. Uh, but uh, just stay faithful each and every day because we don't know the time. It could could it be could it be tomorrow? Could it be soon? Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Could it be another thousand years? Sure, uh, but I'm going to be ready either way. So that's yep. what I think the main theme is here, faithfulness. So that's number one. Number two is uh, steward your gifts. And so, oh, a reference for number one is, uh, I believe it's Matthew chapter 25. It's kind of the verse one through, uh, 
I want to say 11 or 13, but it's, you'll, you'll read the title. It's the, it's the parable of the 10 virgins or the 10 bridesmaids. Uh, bridesmaids. And, uh, and the, those 10 virgins or 10 bridesmaids, bridesmaids represent the church. And then the groom represents Jesus. And it's just talking about us being ready and some not being ready and then being left out. So read that as a reference. Uh, it's pretty good. And then right after that, in the same chapter, um, there's the parable of the of the talents, and so this one's the one where the uh, a a, uh, a master leaves and leaves his uh, uh, belongings to three servants, and he gives five talents to one servant, two talents to another servant, and then one talent to another servant. And so the servant with five talents doubles it and brings back. When the yeah. master comes back, he has ten talents for the master and the one with two does the same thing he doubles it and brings four to the master when he comes back and the last one buries his one talent and so brings one back safe and sound so there but, you go but the Keep master is upset because he didn't steward it well um and basically what this is saying is god doesn't give us gifts talents uh and and blessings for us to just maintain it god gives yeah. it to us for us to use it for him to use it for his kingdom to mm-hmm. and so um the point of this is um, that if God's given you a talent of, you know, whether you can, uh, there's many different talents, but whether you could sing or play an instrument or you can, you're a good teacher or you're a good, or you're a good encourager or you're wise or you're a good um, at organizational skills or, you know, whatever yeah. your talents are, you're a, um uh, even even something as abstract as like being a good driver and you're like a race car driver. Okay, how are you going to glorify God being a race car driver? You know, I'm yeah. throwing random things out there. Or you have the great capacity to care for people, so you become a nurse or a doctor, things like that. So how do you use these things and these gifts and talents for God? And so mm-hmm. how do you steward them well? And so I use an example in uh, on, in my message of a friend that I... Uh, that I had that was a really, really great drummer, but just refused to play, dr- play for the church all the time. And, but then actually refused to play in general. They would practice all the time, but it was, it just never came to fruition. I think yeah. for me, and we all do that at times where we have a, a, a specific gift that God's given us and we just don't, we refuse to use it for him. Mm-hmm. I think God's kind of, it gets disappointed in that. Like we, he gives yeah. us an immense talent and we, we don't use it to glorify him. I think that's doing ourselves an injustice. So, um, with that first one, be ready for him. The second one is steward your gift. So God's given each and every one of you, even Ben, a gift. Yeah, and, uh, and you have to um, use it and steward it well. So um, let's go. Anything on those first two? or, or First two, or you've, you've cut out okay. clean and dry. And then I'm going to go with the last one. The last one's kind of the, um, I think it's in Matthew chapter 22. Let's go. Where a Pharisee asks uh, Jesus, uh, well, the Pharisees and Sadducees are together, and the Pharisee, one of one of the Pharisees, asked Jesus, trying to kind of back him in a corner, says, "What is the greatest commandment?" And so, yeah. uh, the context is he's pr- probably at that point referring to obviously the, the Ten Commandments, yeah. uh, and saying which one is the most important. And so, uh, Jesus says, um, he answers in in a way that says that the most important commandment is uh, the first and great one is to love uh, the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and the second is like it. And that's yeah. to love your neighbor as yourself. And so he's putting it in this kind of 1A, 1B uh, format instead of 1 and 2, where he's saying, obviously, loving God is first and foremost, and it's the greatest thing that you could do. But not too far off from it is just loving the person next to you. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really good. 
uh, and that kind of sums up for me most of Jesus' teachings is to to be ready for him, like the coming of the kingdom, uh, and then to steward your gifts. Like, what are you doing here how, on earth? How are you making disciples? How are you, uh, you know, glorifying God? And then the third one is to to love uh, God with everything you have and to love others. I think if you do those yeah. three things, if you love God and you love people, you use your gifts and you're ready for him being faithful, I think you could live a pretty good life. Amen, yeah. Um, so in a glorifying life. Um, so that, that's kind of the recap of the message. Let's go. Um, and then for our small groups, we'll just talk about that a little bit more of like, what does Jesus want us to know? What does he want us to take yeah. home from like his teachings? But anyways, any, anything Ben before we move on? Uh, yeah, just something that was a little, a little cool. I'm not, um, I've read this in like a commentary, but, um, it was in pertains to Jesus's response about how the two greatest commandments would be love the Lord, your God with all your whole, with everything and then love others. Yeah. And if you actually look at those, like obviously love your God, number one, but number two, love others. It kind of blanket coats the 10 commandments in one. Yes. Cause if you don't murder, if you don't covet, if you don't commit adultery, all those are simply just loving your neighbor. Yes. So I just thought it was pretty dope. If you put it like that, Jesus didn't actually commit like heresy. Like, Oh my, he's not covering the, the law. Yeah. All, yeah. In reality, all, he just encompassed it all into two the things. The entire law falls between those two. And it, it, it kind of, um, yeah. And it kind of covered like the point of the law because to the Sadducees and Pharisees, it was probably more of like, a, like a harsh thing. You got to do this. There wasn't probably a lot of love involved in it. Yeah. And Jesus kind of just said, hey, wait a second. The whole point of this entire thing was love from the beginning. You just haven't seen it. Yeah. Which I think was just super sick. Yeah, it's kind of cool if you go back through, and some of them are just some of them are just tough to understand. But you can yeah. get there with all of these commandments in the law if you actually read it uh, spiritually and practically. Um, every single one of them, if the reason you do it is for him or for them. Yeah, and uh, and so, like for instance, there was someone that asked me, like you know, or I I, I think I saw it online or something that mm-hmm. uh, Paul was teaching about how. Uh, like a lot of the Old Testament laws, you don't, ha- you know, are not necessarily no, as relevant. No, but there was one that's like that you shouldn't uh, eat strangled meat, and uh, and it was like why would um, um, oh, I think it was on Nathan Pinocchio's stories. Why, Maybe. why, why wasn't that one abolished? And then Nathan Pinocchio was simply like, well, because it's inhumane to strangle an animal to kill him. Like when you yeah. could just put like do it very quickly and quick, humanely. Yeah. And so, like some some things like that is like that goes back to the very beginning where where God asked the job that He gave Adam was to take care of the garden and the animals in it and name all the animals. Yeah. And so, I think that call has stayed with us through our human our existence as humanity, where we're supposed to take yeah, care of rules, the earth and we're supposed earth, to take yeah. care of the animals. And so, when we're um, and it's not I'm not going all the way to say that. Uh, that we have to like, you know, pamper all these animals and like, you know, there's, there's the circle of life and, and, and the food chain, how that works, but we shouldn't go out of our way to be cruel to uh, animals and cruel to the earth. It's like littering when you don't, you don't really need to, there's a trash can nearby. It's like those types of stuff. It's very, a lot of the Bible is very practical like that. It's really interesting. Well, it's like, it's like how, uh, Old Testament Jews weren't allowed to eat pork. Why? Mm-hmm. Because pigs are disgusting animals. And so yeah. like, unless you can like, it was literally it. <laughs> and yeah, unless you can 
kind of vet what they're eating and like make and, sure they don't have a disease that you could then get. Yeah, then like whereas now today, like you you know, it's all very mass producing. You can yeah. you can you can clean out uh, the meat and you can make sure the animals are eating cleaner foods. But back you know, pigs. I mean, it's w- still a thing in like beef. You can get E. coli. Yeah. from them eating the wrong crop. It's, yeah, well, it's still like, a very real thing. Pigs are disgusting. They'll lit- they'll just yeah, they eat poop just, and slop and yeah. like mud and and so. So it's like a very practical law. It's like, hey, don't eat that. Like, that's not yeah, good for you. You're just going to get yourself sick. Yeah. So anyways, there's there's my rant about Old Testament law. And so... Uh, there we go. Hey, All good. So... On to the draft ski, huh? So God's not being a big meanie, all oh. right? He's looking out for you. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, yeah. Ben, how about you let us know what draft's all about, and then we're going to we're gonna give it our best shot. All right, let's do it. We so, went out on a limb on this one. We're going to see yeah, how it goes. So... I, we're still not even sure what to name this, but we our tentative name is our favorite regional foods, if that makes sense. Yes. So like global food groups, ethnic, ethnic, cultural cuisines, food, cuisines. That's what we're plates. going with. Cultural you'll, plates. you'll you'll completely understand once we start riddling them off. Yeah. But yeah. we just don't know how to name it. Yes. Also, Brett won last week. Didn't want to say it, but I'll what's say the it. New, yeah. What's the new score? Let me look in the notes here. What's my Madden rating? Probably about four. Probably six and a half, at least. Yeah, yeah, you're at 44, and I'm at 31. This is this is blasphemy. I'm surprised you've won 31, honestly. I'm surprised you've <laughs> I'm won any. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Let's just rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. Boom. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go home, Brett. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm back on my grind on this rock, paper, yeah, scissors. Step. I called head. that he's one before we even threw it. In my head. I was thinking, I was like, I did scissors the last two times. I can't do it again. And then, bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I remember you did scissors the last two times. I figured you wouldn't do it again. Yeah. So I'd go paper because scissors is the only one that beats yeah, paper. Yeah, it's the only one. So we would have either tied or I beat you. And yep. I beat you. So right. I'm basically a wizard, folks. Yeah, um, he's just doing something right. Don't play verse break. Actually... Okay, for all the, if you're listening, yeah, you to just this, blasphemed. I know. I just said I was a wizard. Okay, you're a wizard, Harry. Uh, but no, I'm a child of God first and foremost. Amen, and uh, let's just say I'm I'm uh, in He's the uniquely in, talented. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blessed and highly favored in uh, rock paper, paper scissors. Skizzies. Okay, right. so your first pick. There's a clear one on one. Is my, there really? In my opinion, my favorite kind of food, but doesn't mean it's everybody's. Yeah, my favorite kind of food is Mexican food. Yeah, that was so mine that's, too. So that's going to be uh, the number one. That was mine too. Um, Mexican food is just so good. I think I talked about this um, with somebody a while back that you can literally... Oh, we got someone <laughs> somebody's, rolling up. Somebody's opening the door. Hello. Uh, we, uh, we could, you could literally go breakfast, lunch, and dinner. All Mexican food. All this Mexican food. This is going to be funny. Food. I think yeah, it's my, I think it's my dad. Oh, it's Jonathan. How's it going? Welcome, Jonathan, to the podcast. You want to make a guest uh, appearance? Here, here, say hi. Hello, you guys. Oh, hey, what's this good? This is Jonathan, our uh, our um, our local facilities uh, manager, uh, sanitation engineer. Uh, facts. <laughs> and uh, he's got a master's in cleanliness, and uh, so cleanliness is next to godliness. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Peace out. Um, okay, so. As I was saying, uh, <laughs> you could literally go breakfast, lunch, and dinner with just burritos. Yeah, like I mean, just different burrito, fillings. You kind of get like a lunch, like a Cali burrito for lunch. Yeah. You can get like a gourmet, like carne asada burrito for dinner. Surf and turf, buddy. You could do so, whatever oh, you want. Oh, a surf and turf for dinner. Wow. Yeah. So 
think about the endless possibilities here. It is pretty good. Tacos, burritos, enchiladas, quesadillas, quesadillas tostadas. Um, you could do whatever you want. Yes, yep. enchiladas. Yeah, I mean it's basically endless. Yeah, Mexican food's great. Beans and rice, all the all day stuff. salsa. Oh my god, nachos. Uh, I can't believe you didn't say salsa sooner. That's a big salsa guy. Yeah, I'm a big salsa guy. Okay, next. All right, well, the next obvious one, I think, is just American food. you got to have burgers and stuff. Yep. I almost picked American food because actually probably my favorite food. I don't think I could eat it as often as Mexican food, but my favorite food is like like barbecue. Yeah, big barbecue guy, wings, yeah. all that kind of stuff. is actually probably really close with Mexican food. But Mexican really food good. is more versatile, like you've been it saying. Is. You could do it for more things. So American food is that's very my good. pick. American Burgers, food. dogs, French Burgers, fries. Burgers, dogs, French fries. Brisket, burnt ends. Literally whatever ribs, you want. Just steak. Mac and or, cheese. Yep. Oh. You'll get for sure more fat on an American diet. Yeah. No. Because everything's oh, bigger 100% in Texas, baby. chance. Yeah. Amen. Um, okay. That's good. That's good. Yep. It's Mexican fine. and American. Classic. You're up, big hoss. Okay, so my next one. I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna I might go off the beaten path with a few of these. I have some good ones. I know. I might leave a big one on the table here. Okay. I might do it. There's two big ones. Because it's actually not my, not my next favorite. So my next favorite, I'll do it on, yeah, I'll do it my favorite. Yeah, yeah that's on. what this is. Our favorite, Steve. Come on. Okay, so I'll do. See who has better taste. I'll do Japanese food. I love sushi. Okay. I could eat sushi every day. Japanese. So I like it's like an occasional thing for me. You can get sushi, you can get poke bowls, you can get ramen, which is yeah, ramen's delicious, really good. You can get yeah. uh, sushi burritos, which are banging. Um, but there's a lot, there's yeah. a lot of endless possibilities here. There are a lot of, and they have dude, their sauces next level. Yep, spicy mayo and yeah, next soy level sauce. It's just better. Anyways, sashimi. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It's just edamame different. for a little yeah, snack. Yeah, edamame, the little salt. Oh, it's yep. different. Yep. I love it. Yep. Miso soup. Oh, my goodness. Miso soup. Okay. It's very good. Okay. I'm going to go with... You left two big ones on the table. Yeah. I'm I left, trying to think of what's my favorite. Yeah, I left two big hitters. I went... Uh, yeah, I jumped down to my fifth on the list, but I like... I probably like Chinese food. I mean, nice. Japanese food over the other two that I left on there. Yeah, I just got to go with Italian food. Yep, that's the one I left. The one I was saying I was leaving. Yeah. See, but the only I, poll for that, uh, not the only poll, but the biggest poll for that is pizza. Yeah, pizza, but I, I like pasta a lot. Like I do too. Spaghetti's. I just couldn't eat it every day. No, I, could, I couldn't eat it any day by or every day by any means, but I, I do like it more than the other genres of food. Every once in a while, I'm a... I'm a sucker for a good ravioli. What can I say? <laughs> ravioli. I good. like, dude, ravioli lasagna and lasagna good. is a one. I like like Italian mac and cheese where they like kind of bake it with like multiple cheeses. Yeah, and stuff. that's some good stuff. It's very good, very good. That's Just a good some pick. Good stuff. I the only reason I didn't pick it is it would have been disingenuous for me because I only I don't eat Italian. It's food. not your favorite. Yeah, hardly ever yeah, outside hey. of pizza. But when I do eat it, it's very good. I just. Uh, Hey, just not a, a normal yeah. order for you. I, I'm a dad, but I'm trying to avoid the dad bod as much. Yeah, as it's can. all carbs, so you just got to be careful. Okay, so my next, this is falling in line perfectly. Okay. I'm going to pick Chinese food next. There you go. Because I love a good orange chicken and uh, so chow mein. Just and, as much uh, as the next guy. 
Yeah. D- dude, I love fried rice so much. Fried rice is Yo, good. Spring P.F. rolls, Chang's egg rolls. has the best fried rice on the face of the planet. Don't P.F. Chang's is yeah, good. Yeah, you, you can get it with like beef in it, egg, all that good stuff. There's a place down here in downtown San Juan called Rice Bowl Express. Yeah, they make some mean so Chinese good. food. And the people there are the most friendly, like family-owned. Yeah, they're, they're super like nice. The most friendly. They gave me and Jordan Dubuis. We might have shout to go out there right after this. I mean, I'm in. Who <laughs> who was a uh, intern here a few years ago? Um, they knew us by name because that's when I was working here as like on janitorial staff. Yeah, and we'd go there all the time, and they gave us an entire like box full of um, what was barbecue it? barbecue pork <laughs> of tacos? <laughs> no, of um, no, they actually have barbecue pork there. Do it's they? Good. I've yeah, actually never really got it good. there. But um. Pork calamari chops. that's what it was oh calamari, calamari which is like expensive and they just gave it to us for yeah. free and oh i love calamari Super big good. squid guy all right ben what's your next choice okay you took chinese off here let me get rid of that yeah i've got a ring dinger that's gonna be my last pick if you don't pick it here and uh, it's i'm so gonna pick good it for sure i'm gonna pick it okay thai food nope that Dang. wasn't it but that would have been the pick if you that would have been my pick if you didn't pick the one i was gonna pick Dude, that but place Thai food is, is so, so good. good dude. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Pad Thai hits different. And, yeah, uh, that place we we went to Thai tea. But what's the yeah, dude? It's just better. What's the place? What by your house? That um. Oh, you ate? I, I forgot. Yeah, that you we ate had it there. at your house. I don't know what it is, but it's downtown San Clemente. I've on, had Thai food before, but that Thai food is different. It's I had good, like dude. three full plates of that it's stuff. Super that good. Danielle's parents. Um, we get the Pad Thai and like the green curry, and it's oh, like, it's so good. It's yeah, it's that was a life changing experience. To be honest, 100% respectfully. Dana and I go there um, on like dates, and date stuff nights, occasionally. Yeah, that stuff was different. Yeah, Thai food's good, dude. There's this place in Vegas that uh, my buddy, I'm saying my buddy because everyone on here doesn't know him, but Ben knows him. But Kyle took me to yeah, her. and Danielle, even it's better, just, even better. It was incredible. Is it still there? I'm sure. Yeah, we so gotta we go, go, when we'll we're, go, go when we're in town visiting. Kyle. Okay, Thai food. So my last pick's Hawaiian food. I was gonna pick that. that but that's that, a. It's actually Polynesian food. Nope, Hawaiian. Yeah. Um. Probably, dude. Hawaiian food's so good. It's so good. You get like the sweet pork. Oh, yeah. And the sticky rice. Yep. And uh, even like most people don't like this, but I really like spam asubi. It's really good. It's like it's like sushi, it's but like with spam, spam. sushi because <laughs> that's what they have in Hawaii. It's really they good. Like it. Yeah, Hawaiians love spam, dude. It was because of like. After Pearl Harbor, they couldn't get ships in there, but they had spam for everyone. I'm pretty so sure that's like a real story. So yeah, they all so just started just co- eating spam. They got super good at cooking spam, dude. Yeah. So and it then, just uh, became like a cultural dish in there. Their like cooked veggies and stuff are so good too. Yeah. And uh oh like their pork is just my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah, the sweet pork. And then they have like a like this burger that you put you put on a bed of sticky rice and then there's a fried egg on top of it, and it's yeah. so good, dude. Dude, they I, I don't know if they like invented it but um like the teriyaki burger with a pineapple on it oh yeah it's actually super good super good i don't know if that's hawaiian i don't know who originated that but i've had the only place i've we'll had it them, is hawaii you know? we'll, we'll credit yeah because it, <laughs> yeah, it helps your pick here um, but it was and good. there's this hawaiian place we go to down by my house called hapa jays and uh they got these things it's called man fries life-changing and it's like it's like carne asada fries, but Hawaiian style, and they're so good. It's got like sweet pork and ranch and all these things on it. It's really good. Yeah. All right. What's your last pick, Bucko? Uh, I got two that I really want. I'm trying to think here. I only thought of one more, so I'd be interested to know what you're gonna say. Uh, I have three extra actually. Oh wow! So we're gonna have to do honorable mentions because I only have one left on my list. 
Uh, well, I can say mine now. You can't pick. Yeah. I have French food. Okay, that's like was a breakfast thing, like crepes and like oh, that kind of stuff. That I think that's buzzing. Yeah, that's what I'm picking. French crepes are my favorite breakfast food, like by far. It's not even close. Yeah, French by far. Okay, so that's my pick. Okay. But, so then I'll just reel off. I had Indian. If somebody pick, if you that pick Thai, because I, I like Indian food. Yeah, I like the curry and stuff. And me. then um, the last one I had Greek food or like Mediterranean food. It's Dude, actually Greek really food good. Is so like, good. Special kebabs, the jasmine rice. Oh, Greek food's no, actually I still, really I still good. like my list, but if we went five, I would have picked Greek food. Yeah, it's well, good. I didn't think of it, but the other one that's good is Korean, like Korean barbecue. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's super good. Me and a couple buddies, Caleb Cox, shout out, took me to this place in Irvine, uh-huh. and it was so good, so Korean good. barbecue. Dude, Greek food, I eat Greek food a lot. I'm surprised I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's freaking good, dude. I get the... Extra big gyro and Dude, gyros. Uh, and uh, Greek fries where they put like feta cheese and olives. Oh, yep. man. All right. Well, now I'm hungry. So yeah. <laughs> uh, here's our, our list. Uh, we got I got Mexican, Japanese, Chinese, and Hawaiian food. And Ben's got American, Italian, Thai, and French. Those are some good picks. Yeah. I honestly like every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly would honest. eat every single yeah. type of food that we just listed. So, yeah. uh, honorable mention Greek food because that's for sure the next pick. It's super. Yeah, it, good. Ha- it had to be and there. And Korean barbecues right after that. Yep. Um, so there's our list. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Um, we'll catch you next time. Uh, we love you. With no further ado, I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And cue the outro. <laughs>